Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you are tired of the mega bank experience, and if you're at one of those mega banks, you know what I mean. Uh, if you're looking for a bank that has all the safety and soundness of the big banks, yes, they do. And they're small enough to deliver services in a personal way. That's a pretty magic combination. And that's what exists at Renaissance Bank. Go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. And by the way, I don't talk about anybody whose services I don't know about, and I know about what Renaissance does personally for both me and my clients. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Liza Fuel. Liza is with Hand in Hand Copy. Liza, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. So let's talk a little bit about you and how you're serving folks. So I'm a freelance copywriter and have a little business called Hand in Hand Copy. Yep. And so I provide the written material to go for all of the digital marketing uh, needs. So digital and print marketing needs. So I write the content that goes onto your website or your brochure or your email campaign. That's what I provide for my clients. Terrific. So let's talk about your journey here a little bit before we get into what you do per se talk about uh, uh, why you became a copywriter and why you're so passionate about this work I became a copywriter kind of by accident but also on purpose okay <laughs> it was a uh, the year 2021 and I at the time I was teaching um, English as a second language to children in China online oh really mm-hmm. oh wow so I was getting up at you know four three o'clock four o'clock in the morning and teaching the kids and then uh-huh. I would Go upstairs and teach my kids. I was homeschooling at the time. Uh-huh. Um, and that worked great for a, quite a while. And then in 2021, the Chinese government changed their regulations and they were doing the um, double reduction policy and they wanted families to have more children. And the family said, we can't afford this because it's too expensive to educate them to get them where they need to be. Mm-hmm. And so they decided to start regulating the tutoring industry. And they also decided they did not want American teachers teaching the core subjects anymore. So my job was about to be done. Mm. And at the same time, I was having health issues related to achalasia, which is a disease of the esophagus. Mm. And it caused a lot of muscle spasms because of the vagus nerves in the back of the esophagus. Mm -hmm. And so having all kinds of crazy issues, I won't bore the audience with all the awfulness that goes along with that. Uh, But teaching was agitating it. So, you know. Because of you having to speak. Well, I'm sitting and, you know, I'm teaching little children, you know, right. kindergarten through fifth, sixth grade or whatever. Um, and you have to be extremely engaging because it is full immersion for them. Sure. And so I'm like busy acting oh, okay. <laughs> and talking and engaging and keeping these children focused and learning. And it was agitating it and I was having a lot of issues. So as the job was winding down and I'm looking around to say, what can I do next where I can be with my family, mm-hmm. be available for them, work around my crazy body. Cause it also would have these ridiculous muscle spasms at other times. Mm-hmm. I could wake up in the middle of the night with them. It happened while I was driving. I didn't know when it was going to happen. So I needed something where I could uh, work around that. Right. So when I was looking for different jobs and investigating different things, I came across an ad for copywriting um, from filthy rich writer. 
and she has a course called Comprehensive uh, Copywriting Academy. Mm-hmm. And it kind of checked all the boxes for me. It's like, you like writing? Yes. Do you like researching? Yes. Do you like being creative? Yes. Do you want to work from home? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, this might be the thing for me. Right. And so, of course, I had to compare to other programs out there and make sure I was making the best choice. And I love the community. I love the continuing education. And I love the idea that their focus was helping businesses. And it wasn't about, you know, we're here to teach you how to sell. We're here to teach you how to work and help with businesses. And my background in psychology and education that really hit a note for me. Like mm. I can do this. I want to help people. That's what I've always wanted to do is to help people and I can help them grow with words. So yeah, I decided to take the deep dive and go for it. So that's what did it. Well, yeah, that's terrific. And you're better now. <laughs> I mean, you're in terms of your physical I issues, had but, surgery yeah. uh, last September yeah. and I've been seeing the chiropractor last year. And uh-huh. so I'm in a, so much better place than I was. And I'm like, okay, this is the year. This is the Good last year I grew slowly because yeah. I can only take on so much work at a time. Right. And this year I'm like, all right, let's go do it. Let's go, let's Good. go help some people. <laughs> Good for you. It's great that you're back and doing better. So, uh, congratulations on that. That's Thank awesome. You. Yeah. Um, so what, what this may be secondhand to you since you like writing, but what, what are the, what are the skills that make you good at what you do? I think the first thing that makes me good at what I do is that I want to connect with people. Mm. And for me, copywriting is about connection. Selling is about connection. If you don't mm-hmm. have a connection, you can't do the next steps, which is educate and persuade. Mm-hmm. And, you know, connection with the audience, connection with the business owner. Those are skills that I developed in my background. I worked in a psychiatric hospital. I've worked as a therapist. I've educated people. And so, it's all about connection first. So that's the first thing. Um, You're exactly what a lot of business owners need is a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, I joke a lot with my clients that our kickoff meetings is going to feel like a therapy session. Right. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions <laughs> to get to know you, your business, your audience, and right. then I can write for you. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and you're giving free therapy as, as, as part of your package. Right? I, I get I, a lot of I never thought about that before. I'm like, well, that's what we're doing here. We're going to help you think about it so I can find your words. <laughs> well, we're joking about that, but that's really that's really valuable because business owners are are it, this is a common trait are mm-hmm. are too deep in their own weeds mm-hmm. to see the big picture sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah. Say more about that. Um it's like, even on my own side, you know, asking me questions about my business, that's maybe hard to answer. It's so much easier to ask those questions. Sure. Um, but by asking those questions in a very formulaic way, we can get to the heart of what we're trying to do. Who are we trying to talk to? What message are you trying to send? How do we tweak that message so this audience can hear you versus that audience? Mm. You know, and that kind of like pulls on those skills I had as a therapist and as an educator, because I may have the same material I got to share with different age groups, different kids who have different abilities. And so that whole tweaking the message, you may not see it when you're in it because you just want to say your one thing. Right. But you're like, okay, well, how do we say that one thing slightly different so this audience goes, oh, yeah, that's what I need to hear. And this audience goes, oh, yeah, that's for me. So, mm. Any way you can give an example about that? Um, what, that what that little tweak might look like? Um, I'll start with... Uh, presentation I did in my networking group about selling a VR headsets. Okay. So you're trying to sell VR headsets and you know, your messages, you know how amazing they are. They can put you in this world and whatever they're cool. 
selling that to the teenager is a different message than selling that to the grandparent. Mm. You know, those kids want to hear how cool it is. It's going to be like their friends. They can meet with their friends. The grandparent needs to hear you can see your grandkid that you haven't seen, like almost like in front of you, or you could take that vacation without leaving your living room. Um, you know, you have to highlight different features and benefits so that they, each group goes, that's, that's what I want. Right. So, and then knowing of course where they are in the buyer's journey, because the first introduction of material or content is different than if they've heard it 1500 times and they're still on the fence. Right. You have to have a different message for that. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Liza fuel is with us folks. She, her business is hand in hand copy and she's a, a copywriter with, with her own firm. Uh, so Liza, let's, let's, um, I'm really interested in this, your background as in psychology and therapy. Um, what, what are, uh, some of those surprises maybe as you talk to business owners, like, uh, you don't have to mention names, but <laughs> just, just epiphanies that they have because they have a conversation with you. Um, I think the biggest epiphanies that they get is understanding how to tailor that message and how to shorten it and not give so much information at once. And, you know, when you have something to tell, you want to tell everything that you can tell. And depending on the format, depending on your audience, depending on where they're on the buyer's journey, it's all about that editing, editing, editing. So usually I hear from them, it's like, I want to say all this right now. I'm like, we can't right now. We have to do this in, in pieces and stages. I need you. I need to send guests your way <laughs> because uh, I think one mistake guests make when they come on this show is they try to say, tell everything, mm-hmm. right? It's, you want to. We're, I mean, we're all communicators, but communicating. Well, yeah. yeah, and you're enthusiastic about what what you do, and I or anybody. I'm not. Don't mean you. Right. I mean a guest is, and I get that, mm-hmm. right? But. Um, you're so right about leaving people hanging just a little bit. What I try to tell people is you need to give folks a reason to call you. You can't yeah. tell them everything, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how do you uh, work with people on that um, in, in terms of shortening the message and making it, I guess, punchy as it were? Yeah. The key points is a big piece that I do. I'm like, how can we say that in fewer words? What is the most important takeaway here? Mm -hmm. That's the piece that we need. And the benefit is the other thing. Like what is the benefit for them? A lot of people get stuck in the features, you know, it can do these different things, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's a a package for a vacation, whether it's, you know, a razor blade, whatever they want to talk about the feature, 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 like, well, what does that feature mean? What does that do? How does that save them time? How does that make them more beautiful? How does that make them feel better? So we always want key points, benefits, fewer words. I think you've already answered this question, but um, in an, in a different context, but what are the, what are some of the mistakes that you see when business owners try to do this, this writing themselves beyond just talking too much? <laughs> beyond talking too much yeah. grammar. <laughs> oh, well, that's always, <laughs> that's uh, always a thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I use like, you know, I have decent grammar, but I use three or four grammar checkers, but um you use three. Yeah. And sometimes they fight each other. It's really fun. That's interesting. <laughs> they give. Um, but one of the key things I see that they do is not have strategy on the page and being able to put the most important piece of information at the top, the one that's going to have the hook. 
because there's a lot of times they're not going to read everything on a page. I mean, right. we talk about, we're all lazy readers. Like we want to do as little work as possible because reading takes a lot of brain power. So most important piece of information first, and then kind of hook them into reading more content. If that's what you need them to do, depending on what, you know, an ad's different than a blog, but mm-hmm. always biggest, most piece of information first, and then the less information at the bottom. The, we, we talk about this as it re- and, and, and attribute it to the fact that the world is moving so quickly and there's so much information out there, but they've been teaching this in journalism school for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, for well, decades, right? I mean, you start with the most important piece of information and kind right. of winnow it down from there. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. I and mean, it used to be like, you have five seconds to hook them. Like now you have three and like, now you've got one practically. <laughs> like <laughs> if they don't see anything interesting in that first line, right. you're done. But, but still, that's that's always been the case. Yeah, it has right? always been the case. Yeah, so it it you've you've got to get out there quickly, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, t- talk about what um, the different kinds of clients that you work with, and um, the the different uh, types of copywriting that you do for those clients, okay. whether it's websites or whatever. Yeah. So. Um, this past year, I've been involved with a really wonderful networking group um, in GBC, um, the North Georgia Business Connection. I'm trying to get all those <laughs> words out. <laughs> um, and through them, I have gotten a great variety of clients. It's been really nice. Solopreneurs, um, small business owners. So I've worked with a real estate um, real estate guy, I guess is the best word I can say that. And so we're developing uh, city pages for his website. Mm-hmm. Um, I have worked with a real estate uh, sorry, a travel agent, and she has created a course to become a travel agent. So mm. I created her sales page and her sales funnel. Um, I have worked with a business consultant and helped her work on the website copy for her website mm-hmm. to make it more clear and show her personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done a bunch of random blogs for an assorted group of people. Um, so right. a lot of content copy that I've been doing, content marketing. Yeah, that's uh, that's terrific. So what... Um uh, I guess what 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 are some of the common themes that you see out of that in terms of how you've really propelled their organization forward? Common themes, I guess, it's that it goes back to the communication thing of them really trying to speak authentically to their audience mm-hmm. in an engaging way and get that information out clearly as possible. Mm-hmm. And I guess it starts with websites, but then you also do sales pages and brochures and, and, uh, mm-hmm. content marketing, content marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk yeah. about the content marketing piece. So content marketing for those who don't know, um, is a mixture of between copy and content and copy is designed to persuade and content is designed to inform or entertain. And so when you put the two together, you get blogs that are entertaining and informative and also make you want to learn more about that person who produced that blog and maybe learn about their travel services or learn more about their, banking services or whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also covers things like, um, trying to get some more examples in my head here. <laughs> you can think on top of your feet. Right. Um, but I really enjoyed doing those. And same thing with, um, on the website copy, being able to really tell their story, mm-hmm. you know, who they are, what they do, why it's important, why they're, you know, the best choice for this, um, thing or that thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Liza, let's, uh, talk about what um, piece of all this that you enjoy the most in terms of copywriting. 
I really enjoy just working with the clients. I mean, name my company hand in hand copy because I really enjoy working closely with my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say I work hand in hand with you. Like, yep. you know, um, I really like the deep dive in the beginning, the kickoff meeting where we are learning. I'm learning a lot about who they are, why they started their business, who their audience is, what they're trying to do. Um, and then I can write authentically from their voice because basically I'm a ghostwriter. You know, all these people are putting out content on their uh, websites and brochures that's from them, but usually there's somebody else writing it for them. So I really enjoy that part of it. And yeah. I also really enjoy um, the strategy part of figuring out where everything belongs on that page so that it works with um, the pictures of Thursday new images and also that it does its job as quickly as possible. Um, I want to ask you about an, an objection that I'm sure small business owners have when they talk to you about potentially hiring you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going out on a limb. I, <laughs> I suspect it, what they say to you is how can you know my voice, right? How can, how can, um, and they're not trying to offend you, but they're just thinking, and that's the it's reason. It's a fair voice. It's a fair question. Yeah. yeah. And this is why they've not hired anybody, right? <laughs> because they don't think you can capture their voice. And so therefore they do nothing and nothing gets done right. for, for, for months and months, right. right? So talk about how you address that objection. So I address that objection by telling them that in our kickoff meeting, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask them so many questions. They'll think it's a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> because it is. Because it is. Right. But through all those questions, I'm not just getting the answers to the questions. I'm hearing them talk. Mm. And I'm hearing the cadence of their voice. I'm hearing the words, choices that they use to describe themselves and what they do. And I'm taking notes on that so that when I'm speaking from their voice, I have those literal words that they've been using, you know, whether they use like, awesome or whether they use amazing, whether they use, you know, that's great. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to capture those adjectives and those kinds of things. I ask questions about their personality. I ask questions about their clients' personalities. I ask, um, we do word games sometimes where I'm like, tell me what word you use for saying something is good. You know, I want to hear that word. What do you mm. say when something's bad? You know, how do you call your friend from across the room? You mm-hmm. know, so I would do that. Plus I also look at their other materials and listen to if they have got podcasts or if they've got lives, I'm literally listening to all of that so I can capture their voice and their words. Folks, I took away Liza's pen before she came in so she couldn't take notes on me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid what that would result in. Um, But uh, no, that makes a lot of sense. Uh Um, um, So clients seem to, buy into that then they do i just and talk you know, t- talk about some what your feedback that you've gotten there. so yeah you know i my tagline is you know let's grow your business bigger with words mm-hmm. and let me help you find your words so mm. when i'm working with the client and i had one in particular i was doing her sales page and she's like i just don't know how to say this and by the end of it she's like you found it like you found my word like that's what i've been trying to say mm. thank you wow. and that's it's that's become my little star on my shoulder. Like, yeah, I got did. Yeah. <laughs> but it's because of all that research that I put into, you right. know, we have a joke in the copywriting world that, you know, half of what we do is research and the other half is editing. Mm. Okay. Be- not, not any writing. Not any there, writing. Huh? Like where okay. does the writing fit in there? But without good research, you can't really write. And without mm-hmm. good editing, what you write is going to end up being garbage. So you, can, <laughs> you, yeah. you have to be able to do both. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay. So, uh, um, I've got to ask the question: Why? Why shouldn't I just go to Chat GPT? I mean, they can. They, they, can't they get my voice right? Or can, 
I mean, what's wrong with that, right? So chat GPT, I mean, it can put out some content and sometimes you're like, that's not that bad. But what it can't do is really capture your voice. It really can't capture the nuances of your voice and your audience and who you're trying to speak to. Mm. Um, it can't strategize. So it can't look at several pieces of content over, you know, several different documents over a period of time and understand how to lay out that in a certain order to get the audience in and go through the whole buyer's journey. It cannot do strategy. Um, and the other thing with the chat GPT is that Google will penalize you when it scans your documents and finds out that it's AI written mm. and you don't want that because you don't want to go down the rankings because you have Uh-oh. somebody written. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that's right. And the other thing is that it, um, at least the current, well, three, I don't know about four, but if you want it to be sourced and it can't find a source, it'll make it up. Really? Yeah. So you mean, you, you mean in the earlier versions, 3.5? At least in three. I don't know about four. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you don't want to get in legal trouble. You don't want your clients to turn away because it sounds fake or funny or long or rambling. Right. And you also, you know, don't want to use it because it cannot do the strategy and it really cannot capture your voice. Good advice from Liza Fuel. She is a freelance copywriter with her own firm, Hand in Hand Copy. So, um, What's you? You mentioned a couple of different, um, I guess, testimonials you've received. Uh, talk about some of the different types of clients that you've worked with, so people get an idea of the breadth of what you do. So last year, I've worked with um, a CPA. I worked with a realtor. I've worked with um, a lawyer. I worked with a travel agent who also has her own course. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked for a company that um, promotes. Uh, stuff for schools. They help them do their um, booster programs. Mm-hmm. So I wrote content for them. So mm-hmm. I've kind of been a little bit over the place last year. Yep. And I've really enjoyed that because I'm, you know, my business is a year and some change old. So I feel like I'm in the place now where I'm learning which type of industry I feel more comfortable in. And mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I'm learning a lot about all these different industries and getting a lot of uh, honing my skills. So... So beyond just the the um, situation where somebody they're doing a new website, mm-hmm. they it's obvious they need copy for that <laughs> website. But but what, just as a general proposition, why does uh, what does a small business owner need to have happening in their business to think I need to call Eliza? Uh, usually the overwhelm. Usually they know I have to get this email campaign out. Right. I don't have time to do it. I know mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be posting on Facebook and social media. I don't have time to do it. I mm-hmm. know I need to get this website updated because I haven't touched it in five years and the copy is old. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of person I want to talk to because I can take that work off of their plate and they can go back to doing the other parts of business that they love doing and they're, they're really great at. And I can do this part they know needs to get done, but they just don't have the time for yeah. and or skill for, and I can do it for them. That's terrific. Terrific work. Um, Liza Fuel is with us, folks. Uh, hand in hand copy. Liza, this has been great. Uh, this has been wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing your great work. And we're delighted we could uh, shine the light on that. I appreciate work. it. Yeah. yeah I'm ready you. to rock and roll this year. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> good. Well, let's, let's uh, get you going. So, um, and let's get to the most important question here for folks that want to be in touch. Tell them how they can do that. 
So my business is Hand in Hand Copy. Um, my that you can find me online at Liza Fuel Copy. So that's my name, which is an unusual name. So L I Z A F S and Frank E W E L L Liza Fuel Copy, and you can find me online and all the socials. Um, that's also my email address um, and my phone number and 404-247-4783. But I will tell you, I'll probably leave me a text message or a phone and I'll call you back because with all, the, <laughs> with all the spam, with all yeah. the spam and yeah. you know, it's hard running a business. You want to answer the phone calls and then you're like, man, now I'm caught on another spam call, but no, I I'm very yeah. responsive. So leave me a text message or a voicemail if you're in 1993 and I'll call you back. <laughs> there, you, there you go. I get that. Um, uh, Liza fuel folks with hand in hand copy. Liza, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Hey folks, just a quick thought. If you have some other issues that are dragging you down and Liza talked about being overwhelmed, you know, you can get overwhelmed with administrative tasks and bookkeeping and, um, maybe, uh, a presentation that you need to do and you just can't get to it. Well, here's a solution for you. The great folks at office angels, um, they have a whole team of angels who have the talent and experience necessary to handle the work that's essential to creating and maintaining a successful small business. I know this myself because I use their services and they're terrific. Um, Essie and Escobedo and her team uh, do fantastic work. So give Essie a call 770-442-9246. Or if you're shy, go to officeangels.us and check them out there. Um, but get in touch. And I think you'll be glad you did and you will drive your business forward in ways that you can, uh, right now you can't even imagine. I, I promise you, you'll be uh, glad you did that. And just a quick reminder and a, um, thank you. Um, I've got a book coming out later this year. It's called the price and value journey, raising your confidence, your value and your prices using the generosity mindset method. It will be out here later this year. If you want updates on that or more information on any of that work, go to pricevaluejourney.com. And a thank you to our audience. We've now passed 650 episodes of North Fulton Business Radio, and then we've done that uh, in just under seven years. We're coming up on our seventh year anniversary. We've gotten this far because of your support. And uh, one of the ways you've supported us is give us a great review on on uh, uh, your favorite podcast app. You've, you've also shared the show. And I love it when that happens because um, uh, you highlight for others the great work of business leaders like Liza and the others that we have uh, featured on this show over the years. Uh, keep sharing the show. If you uh, think it's appropriate to do so, you've got somebody that you think uh, needs a great copywriter or, or what have you, please share the show. We'd, we'd really appreciate you doing that. That helps us maintain our uh, place as the voice of business in North Fulton. So for my guest, Liza Fuel, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.